and welcome to the latest podcast from the ASA. This is me, Dr. Chris Keel. I know we have a formal name for this, but I always forget what it is. <laughs> so we'll just go with the podcast from me. I had a really interesting question, almost more of a panic, not panic, but an anguish scream more than a question. It had to do with the fact that the shortage of raw materials and components seems to be getting worse instead of getting better. We were talking earlier about how this inflation would not be so bad because eventually the producers would catch up. But there seems to be one thing after another, which there always is. There have been fires. There have been labor shortages. There have been supply chain breakdowns. I mean, the list is endless. So when does this end? When do people actually start to get the supplies and the raw materials and the materials that are intermediary that they need? Good question. I mean, frankly, this kind of, of interruption takes place all the time. I mean, there's never a point where everything is going swimmingly. There's always going to be a supply chain glitch somewhere. There's always going to be a problem with somebody's production somewhere. You're always going to have weather, so on and so forth. Why is it so much worse this time? And why is it taking so long to react to? And the answer really is demand. Because in past years, the thing that controls inflation is that eventually demand kind of dries up. People get so frustrated with those shortages that they start to reduce their orders. They get so frustrated with the higher prices that they begin to buy less or they simply can't buy more. This time around, demand has not slackened. Now, it may start to in the months to come, which I'll talk about in a minute, but up till now, you haven't really seen the demand fall off. People are ignoring those higher prices. They're continuing to order. And it's based on the fact that there's still an awful lot of money in circulation. Earlier this spring, I think I was talking about the fact that there was $5.5 trillion that were considered excess savings in the global economy. That number has come down a little, but it's still over $4 trillion. That means that you're getting a different reaction from people than you would normally get. We've seen it with consumers. We've seen it with business. Normally, when the prices go up, well, we do the usual thing. We don't buy as much. We find a substitute good. We do something to react to that price. Now, we're kind of just shrugging our shoulders and saying, wow, that's awful. Price went up. I don't care. I still have the money. I want it anyway. And we have gone ahead and continued to see that demand surge enough that it has allowed us to avoid the usual reaction to shortages and high prices. Not as much from the business side. I mean, obviously, businesses are trying to watch their bottom line more closely, but the consumer is just behaving uncharacteristically. You know, normally when you would tell them that it's going to be months before they get something, they would walk away in frustration. Now they just shrug their shoulder and say, yeah, whatever. Um, guess it's that COVID stuff, huh? Um, so I guess I'll get whatever I want months from now. So it, it's coming down to demand. And I mentioned a minute ago that that demand might start to see some change. We're now looking at yet another wave. I think this is the fourth or 50th or 933rd wave of COVID. So who can even keep up these days? But we're getting back to masking. We're getting back to distancing. 
it's going to be any minute now that we're going to be told we have to all get hazmat suits and stay at least 17 and a half miles away from any other living creature. But this is beginning to depress the consumer again. The consumer thought that they were on the path out of all this. Now it's turning out that they may not be. Lockdowns have not been suggested, but they're talked about. And now it's got people worrying just on a very kind of anecdotal basis, one of the things that changed dramatically when all this started was the number of times that I gave presentations outside my home city, things not on a webinar. I've had two of those cancel uh, in the month of August already, just because of COVID, so we'll see. I'm supposed to do 37 trips between now and the end of the year. Uh, who knows? And if those don't come off, it's an indication that you're getting more consumption concern across the board. So what would end up getting these prices back? It's going to be a combination of two things. One is that the production and the supply really does improve. You start to see the supply chain get more under control. You start to see producers really catching up with that demand. But number two, you see that demand come back to more of a dull roar. My inclination at this point is that both of these things begin to happen more in the latter part of the third quarter, beginning of fourth quarter. Uh, it's simply partly seasonal that people start to spend differently uh, as the year comes to a close. But that is the best I can tell you at the moment. We're still going to be suffering through this for another couple of months, maybe three to four, and then it begins to ease off. So at this stage... What can I say? Just, you know, put the mask, put a plastic bag over your head, um, try to get through all of this, and hopefully by 2023, we'll be in much better shape. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk next week.